0: Welcome to Pablo Torre Finds Out. I am Pablo Torre, and today we're going to find out what this sound is.
1: Doing lines off a Nintendo Switch in the back of a Hyundai Sonata. Yeah, I mean, I feel like (laughs) they're tapping into things like that I would want to say.
0: Right after this ad. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Yo, are you yo, yo, what's going on B, Please. how you feeling man, I'm great, I'm great now that you're here man, man. Are, we here? are you sufficiently stoned enough,
1: oh yeah, I need that? an espresso, but can we lower this, cause I don't f- with this height of the chair, <laughs> it's like yeah, a three quarter chair, I don't like that,
0: you approve though, the espresso's alright, it's
1: really good, the taste of vanilla.
0: That's what. That's what I chose for you.
1: You chose the vanilla one. I did. I usually wouldn't go for it, but man, wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. A wow from you yeah. means a lot to me. Not that I should take credit for whatever Nespresso pod. Tahitian. Tahitian. That's your. That's your usual. Well, no, go-to. I feel
1: like you. You deep potted it, and then just laid all the the bean in there for me.
0: That's exactly what I did. Thank you for noticing.
1: <sighs> wow.
0: There are some things in the city of New York that feel extraordinarily New York. And as a New York show, Pablo Torre finds out that feels the need to occasionally remind people that, yes, we have a physical studio in Manhattan where we tape our show. I marvel at a person like Action Bronson, who is uh, oozing New York out of every pore and who is a rapper and an artist and chef and a 30-something, I believe 39-year-old native New Yorker and a host of That's Delicious, a wildly popular show about food. He's a renaissance man in a way that is entirely sincere. And so when I saw him on the sidewalk on one of my uh, many almost entirely random walks through the city, I realized that I had many, many questions that I needed to ask him. What I wasn't sure was whether his particular um, strain of consciousness would indulge the many questions that I had for him. I knew this was going to be different. And so I just needed to tell him how I felt. I am so glad that you're sitting here.
1: No, thank you.
0: For real. Like, I I was trying to... We were trying to figure out, like, how do we explain to someone who hasn't listened to your music, Action Bronson, before? And we had a couple of, like... Well, first off, what do you when you imagine a listener and appreciator of your music doing when they're listening to you? What do you imagine? I
1: don't really f-ing give a to be honest with you. Like, I'm just doing it for myself. I'm not even thinking about like anything else but new things. I'm just in that like I've just come back from a new path. I'm riding a new path. I feel great. Um, it's hard to describe anything. I don't. It's like but if, I, if I wanted to describe it, I would have talked to you about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if it, it's like when you paint. I didn't want to talk to you. I painted you something, and that's that. Right now, we're in the process of making new music, new breakthroughs. So then, I'll be excited. Having a brand new band and doing things like that, like, like the tiny desk and like that, you know, like.
0: That's the shit, though that I've been listening oh, to all yeah. week. Desk, that. The motherf- are crazy, man. Oh my god, I'm sorry
1: for cursing. It's, it's like one of those, those platforms. When you're respected in music, they bring you on there, and I don't know. People seem to really enjoy it. Ten time champ about to be 11 Just understand that I would die for this
0: leather belt, man Live from the moon I just want to say this very clearly if you have not listened or learned much about Action Brownson before this interview somehow. This Tiny Desk concert at NPR in D.C. Yeah. Yo! Nadir Behind the Glass, one of my guys, we were trying to figure out how do we describe this music and he was like, this music makes me want to ride a horse.
1: Mm, yes. My third eye poppin' for 8,000 years I don't got no cheers I don't got no fears I don't get caught up in the bright lights, dear It brings out all the emotions of carnal desires Yes. Riding horses on beaches naked just things of that nature like fire, just watching fire burn, watching the ocean roar Boys stay cozy laying in a bed that's full of roses, sipping rosy Chillin' with some Kobe's on. Go roly on the phony arm. I travel the stars, let go be like one. But f- Star Wars, man. Cause Indiana Jones is better. B-. That's it. F- that. Free flow in the acid jazz f-ing. I'm a jazz instrument. Just like a goddamn saxophone or the roads. I am, you know. So it's definitely reinvigorated me in that manner, but it's—I have to put myself in a hole to dig myself out. Right now, that's the zone.
0: So the zone sounds a little miserable if you're using a hole to describe it.
1: Nah, not really. It's all—it's all. These are all like I'm trying. I'm dramatic. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> 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 so all dramatizations. I
0: like how you said earlier, I'm not good at describing things. And I'm like, what? you, I think, are one of the best describers of things. That's, but no, going. it's not.
1: Because it's not, I'm not trying, I'm not describing it exact. It's a rendition of my exact brain. This is like, it's like the picture behind you. That's yes. That's what's happening.
0: I want to say, people have questions like, how do I book this show? I literally ran into you on the street one day. Do you remember this? I don't know if you remember this. On the street, like in Soho. Mm-hmm. I ran into you. I think we were both varying levels of stoned, incidentally.
1: Yeah, listen, I love the round of horn. That's how you booked this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then I, I I I saw you then, I see you now, and it's kind of a fall day in New York. And I guess I should ask, like, when was the last time you wore pants? I don't probably
1: fifteen to twenty years. The last <laughs> time I put pants on, I had an accident. And I never wore them again.
0: What happened?
1: Just wasn't good. It just wasn't good. It can't be discussed. (laughs) It can't be discussed. But what I will say that they were never to be touched on my skin again.
0: Every time I've ever seen you, you're wearing shorts.
1: And they're stretchy so I could squat. So I could work out. I'm not f***ing around with stiff shorts. You understand? I'm over here flexible.
0: When did you learn that you needed to have stretchy shorts?
1: I was a husky child. Everyone needs stretchy shorts. I don't think that anyone should wear a constricting situation. Anything constricting is like, I get, like, sometimes you get that heat flash that comes over you and you just want to rip everything off, (laughs) shirt off. I get that a lot. So, For me me to be able to use the actual agility that I was given by nature and science with, you know, my body construction, it's only right that I put on a material that reflects and echoes all of the property.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know? I feel like when you were a kid, though, what was that like? What's young Action Bronson like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like a f- f***ing wild, man. Every every kid's crazy, I feel, in some aspect. You're not even fully conscious, you know? You're just kind of like drunk. You're kind of like on ass. You don't know what the f*** is really going on. You're so, like, little Bambi-ish, you know? So you're just running amok, doing whatever thinking that there's no consequence on earth. And then, I don't know, one day it just all hits you. You're old and gray. Your balls sag, you know? Your ass leaks. Not talking about me, but in general, (laughs) these things happen. (laughs) I feel like as I get older, I get more sophisticated looking like Sean Connery.
0: The gravitas is is all over your beard now. It's,
1: it, it's happening. It's happening.
0: When you're a kid, and uh, someone picks a fight with you, what's the move? Headbutt. Mm. I'm a headbutter. When did you discover that that was your move? That's like a that's like a zangief move.
1: It's like this. You ever watched the movie Gladiator? Of course. But with Brian Dennehy, that one. No. Cuba Gooding Jr., it was an early underground fighting movie, boxing, and he used to say this was the hardest part of the head. God, the on top of the head, kid. Hardest part of the body mm-hmm.
0: hurts, do not it, huh? What are you going to do now? Huh? What are you going to do now? Here he comes. Here he comes
1: you never f***ing seen Gladiator with Brian Dennehy? <laughs> you kidding me right now? I have this on VHS. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Do you know that actor?
0: Of course. You might have heard of him? I wish someone had shown me <laughs> the VHS tape of Gladiator starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah.
1: It was starring Brian Dennehy. Sorry. Cuba Gooding Jr. had the supporting role. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I had... I had a grandfather, a very good man, who loved his VHSs, and that's what he collected, and I have about 3,000 in my house. Holy shit Yeah, that he left me, all kinds of crazy shit. I've seen it all. I've seen them all.
0: What's better about a VHS?
1: There's grain. Everything is better about tape. There's some graininess. You have to be a connoisseur to understand it. It's like the in-between space.
0: The imperfection of it
1: it's that but it also adds it gives comfort and warmth in some aspects film is just captured differ- differently than digital you know it's like whatever anyone could pick the camera up and make the thing you know
0: i should point out that you have acted for martin scorsese when you talk about film
1: <laughs> Unf- yes i've i'm accredited as a film actor in the guild
0: that's right i mean I you, you were in the irishman
1: it's pretty f-ing bizarre.
0: Can you explain what meeting Martin Scorsese and being directed by Martin Scorsese was like?
1: Most of the time, people are as stoked as you are to meet them as they are to meet you. So when they he was, sh- a, he was
0: a fan of yours. I don't
1: know if that's the case, but he definitely showed enthusiasm and uh, showed a lot of love and it was nothing but happiness and laughter. And you know, we had a good time. It was on. We only did about three takes, and that was it.
0: What was the role you played for people who are unfamiliar?
1: Uh, just some f-ing weird, m- like, casket salesman. In about the third hour, ten minute <laughs> mark. <laughs> it was a pivotal point. They're like the Cadillacs of caskets. Now, if we're putting you in the f***ing oven, it really doesn't matter what you go in. The cheapest possible. Particle board. That's it. What are we doing today? Are we doing a
0: cremation? I remember distinctly waking up on my couch to the third hour there about Mark and thinking to myself, am I hallucinating Action Bronson into this film?
1: With that beard. It was bizarre. He asked me to take the beard off, but I, you know, at that point I was like, man, this is like, I have like six chins under here, <laughs> so I'm probably not.
0: I'm imagining, I'm imagining you home. And I'm imagining the 3,000 VHS tapes. I'm imagining your incredibly worn-down rewinder. You already know there was
1: a rewinder. There has of to course. be. Of course. There's no—you there's no, can't push your machine through that type of wear and tear. You need a separate rewinder. And it was a Corvette. Oh, s***. You know I had the Corvette yeah, yeah, rewinder. yeah,
0: yeah, the red rewinder. And so if I were to put your brain inside of your Corvette rewinder— what is the memory that comes up that is not actually on tape anywhere but you think of as oh this is a core memory that I Action Bronson have
1: So I mean, so many I couldn't tell you those those are for me I can't tell you
0: The pants it's ones in secret. there isn't there Yeah
1: No the pants with pants there's no there's no secret of the pants I don't wear them <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that they're nice Fashion-wise, I don't like to cover my leg. I work hard to get a calf
0: that Dude, has some sort of
1: diamond shape.
0: I, I, I Why am would ashamed. I want to
1: take away from that calf I'm ashamed. being shown? I like a sock. I like to show the shoe. I like a full, like my shit is like my, my quadricep is literally out, fully flexed.
0: Yes, yes. Quads out.
1: It's a quad season. I'm just trying to recover from a sacchariliac injury. It's under your, like, ass area, like your nut
0: groin. Mm. From the back. Like, this is, this is a... It's a very
1: specific area. It's like these muscles that keep the hamstring nice.
0: So this, that's not like the grundle?
1: It's near it.
0: Grundle adjacent.
1: It's, it's p- parallel to the grundle. Mm. It's running parallel.
0: Yep, yep, yep. It's in a grid. Yep almost asymptotic to the grundle, sort of like always approaching, but never touching it.
1: Mm, No, it runs congruent. Mm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I should point out that your calf philosophy shames me because I consider the Filipino people I'm Filipino. Um, To have excellent calves, I consider my calves excellent. I have artwork about the Filipino calf. This, wow. is like, this is like a this is not the first time I pointed this out to a guest, but on the left is like a standard like uh, white guy, you know, just very vertical calf. On the right is the Filipino calf in my view, and I've been told I should wear more shorts. You do,
1: you have to show that you have to show you have to condition your shin also. The shin. The shin bone muscle is very important as well. You have to do the front flex, not only the calf. You can't just do front, you got to do back also.
0: So what is a how do you how do you how do you Work out your shin. You flex your toe upwards. Mm. Do you feel that muscle? I do.
1: Now put it back down. No, no, you does not have to go all the way up. No, no, no. Put your leg down, your leg down. <laughs> yeah, right there, right there. Flex your
0: foot. Now really flex it up tight. Oh, yeah, there feel it is. Feel that muscle? There it is. That one. What is your workout routine like now?
1: I just fucking go hard for an hour and a half. And, you know, I do I do things that I like doing. And then I do things that I hate doing.
0: Give me the thing you love the most. Give me the thing you hate the most.
1: I don't really like bench pressing. It's not really like I don't f***ing love that shit I love to squat. I love to f***ing do, like, zercher squats with the weight in front of you. I like picking up stones and sandbags and shit like that. I don't like running. I don't like doing running for long distance.
0: You like the World's Strongest Man. Sh-
1: I do, but then I also like like skinny boys. Sh- I want to be f- in shape as well. I like the MMA type of cardio training. I like fighting training. I like that type of. Sh- I like to be pushed
0: to the physical limits. There's a tattoo you have that I believe is um,
1: nothing means anything.
0: So the one that you have doesn't mean a. F- Thing, Barry Bonds, his season it
1: doesn't really mean a thing. Well, I was a stupid kid. This is going back to being an idiot. Why did I do that? He had other seasons where he was juiced up, but that was his most juiced up season. I can't wait to get on GH. Honestly,
0: Barry Bonds is. As soon
1: as I turn forty, I'm taking GH.
0: Barry Bonds' seventy three home run season. You have that stat line mm-hmm. tattooed on your body. Mm-hmm. And the growth hormone, It wasn't his
1: most impressive average season. You know that.
0: Well. He hit guy, like 380, right? 375? Barry Bonds hit 370 the year after that.
1: Exactly. That was more impressive. Because he home got runs, walked all the time. Less home runs, but hit 370.
0: Yes, yes. Got walked all the time. Was the most feared player in baseball. And by that's the way, that's how
1: I stepped to the plate. You put that thing on your the f-ing elbow arm. guard. When you have that on and you have a dangling earring, who are you to be fed
0: with? Just about the headbutt a f-ing baseball.
1: His head was like his jaw.
0: He had GH face. So the GH face, the yeah. growth hormone. Yeah. Have you taken steroids before? Yeah.
1: Twenty-four years old, I was juiced up. I don't know, I was taking project juice. My boy was like, you know, from my my boy from the neighborhood was getting some juice. And we was shooting it up, shooting up juice.
0: Into what part of your body were you shooting up project surgery? leg,
1: ass cheek, rear delt. Seriously, bad shit. But who knew where this juice was coming from? Could have been canola oil. (laughs) Could have been whatever, Mazzola. I could have been f***ing giving myself goddamn project surgery, you know, like BBLs.
0: Yep, 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 yep. And what would you go do, though, with all of the... I would go
1: f***ing do ballet. And ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> We'd rather go f-ing lift weights, bro. Meathead shit. Eat turkey. Raw turkey. Rolled in me mi- <laughs> Rolled in raw chicken meat.
0: And then rolled in You're- provolone. <laughs>
1: Iso-Pure, EAS, Bill Romanowski. yes. You understand? That's the type, I was taking creatine at 13 years old.
0: I imagine you now, I imagine young Action Bronson eating a raw f***ing turducken like John Madden.
1: Straight up turducken, I mean... Turducken is ridiculous, but I like it.
0: It does seem a little, like, unholy.
1: Well, when it's done right, it's delicious. The idea of just, like, all that, I think it's craziness. That's more for, like, seems like it started for a party. That's right. Someone wanted to have a party, so like, f*** it, let's do something festive.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're hear in conversation with business icons. I think of you as like the ambassador of Queens. So I'm from New York. I grew up on 30th and 1st in Manhattan. Um, friends lived in Queens, all of that. Yeah. Spent way too much time in like the Floral Park area growing up. The hell were you doing in
1: Floral Park?
0: My friend Pietro Desario lived in a Floral Park. Flopo. Okay. Um, also Woodside, Filipino food. Oh, yeah. How do you explain Queens to people who have not been there?
1: It's a, it's a mixture of every single life on earth. In one place, so it's kind of like it's re- it's a
0: holy land. It, it is the most diverse place, maybe on earth. Dude. It
1: is, it is, it's a holy land. I've been a lot of. Pl- I couldn't see anywhere else being this diverse. I this has stacked up other places, but it's not with all these different cultures. It's truly unbelievable. Yes, it's truly an unbelievable place.
0: Yes, it's
1: somewhere you never ever ever have to leave. And you've already been everywhere.
0: So, I feel like a lot of people, the export from Queens that they think they're getting is like Kevin James, King of Queens.
1: When I think of Queens, I think of coming to America. Yes. That's the first thing I think of. And I think that that's a tremendous depiction of Queens. That one, has, you're right. That shows Queens in one of the most incredible lights ever. You gotta go to Queens. That's where you're gonna f- meet one of the most incredible... You bring Royalty. back to Literally royalty. He got his face on the money, man. <laughs> you know? He's rich. He is rich! What? He got his own money. And baby, when I tell you he's got his own money, I mean the boy has got his own money! Mm. You did it this time! You hit the jackpot!
0: That type of shit Were you on AOL? Hell yeah. What was your screen name? A suede 56. mm How'd you get settled on that?
1: How did I get settled? It didn't take much. <laughs> I just thought of some shit, and that became that. My jersey number was 56 in high school, like a meathead, and that was it.
0: So, AceWade56. Yep. At As...
1: AOL.com.
0: At AOL.com. What... Net Zero. Oh, yeah. The CD. Yep. Yep. I was on Earthlink.
1: Damn. Those are two. Off brand ones. Absolutely. I had this kid in my neighborhood who was a computer whiz. He f-ing built the computer. And he got me all set up on the on the compact presario.
0: Oh yeah, man.
1: And then I got the Dell. I didn't have the good. Sh-. When we had a word processor, I thought we had a computer. <laughs> I would try to enter launch codes, but it never worked.
0: What what sport did you play, number fifty six? Football. Position?
1: Bayside High School. Center and nose guard.
0: Prestige. <laughs> Give me this scouting report on you as a player.
1: Uh, de- deceptively quick. Hard, hard-hitting. Long-lasting. IQ on f-ing unbelievable f-ing. My awareness is 100, 100 mm. on Madden. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the field general. I'm the quarterback of the line. I know with the I know more than the quarterback does. I question his throws. <laughs> I question his decision making. Why'd you do that?
0: What was the reaction when to? when you are questioning what's happening on this team?
1: I'm not that type of guy. I would in my mind I was what the f- was that, you know. <laughs> I could like throw him under the bus. On to the next play.
0: Your athletic hero was who?
1: My true athletic hero, I don't really know. Who did I look to as like, wow? Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. He captivated me, as probably many others.
0: Did you ever meet Mike?
1: Yeah. He kissed me on the hands.
0: I'm sorry. How does that work?
1: It's like we kissed each other on hands. It was respect. Just happened. Just happened.
0: I feel like Mike Tyson kissing you on the hand is kind of like, I don't know. It
1: was crazy. Diana
0: Ross kissing you on the vocal cord.
1: That's pretty heavy duty, but yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. You like Diana Ross?
0: I was trying to think of spontaneously who was the person who I'd most value you vocal cords of. Like, to
1: kiss you on the vocal cord.
0: Yeah, who's the equivalent <laughs> of Mike Tyson? My, it's, that's that's the SAT problem. Mike Tyson is to hands as blank is to, is to, is, is, okay. is to vocal cords.
1: Mm, let's see. I don't know. Diana Ross, though. I guess
0: Celine Dion. Nah. Not really into her. I mean Stevie Wonder.
1: Now that's a vocal cord.
0: Absolutely. That's a
1: vocal cord kisser right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You made a you made a music video though, in which you this is like pre-deep fake. You edited your face onto the body of Magnus her Magnuson. Yeah. I might
1: not be able to touch my toes, but I will still.
0: Can you explain Magnus Ver Magnussen for people who don't know the World's Strongest Man mythology? Yeah,
1: Magnus Ver Magnussen is one of the like one of the top strong men of the world. I think he won three. He's just one of them in this world.
0: Marius Pujanowski, yes.
1: Yuko Hola won it twice.
0: Magnus went it four times. Excuse Magnus went it four. 91, me. 94, 95, 96.
1: Excuse me. But right now I'm in bulk season. I'm back in bulk season. But not too much bulk. Just enough that I, when I come down, I'm shredded. And it's really showing.
0: What does bulking up for, for you look like?
1: I'm, this is it. I'm 275 right now. That's it. Can't this, Can't allow myself to get over that. Bringing myself down to 230, I'm going to look like f***ing Jean-Claude Van Damme.
0: It's doing a split between two trucks. Volvos. Volvos.
1: Remember that commercial? Of course. This, is, this doesn't look like I'm jacked up in this picture. <laughs> See, like, it's both. I'm a little bit better now. Leaning forward, I don't look jacked. That's the issue.
0: I mean, you're wearing a, a sweater.
1: I'm wearing a Dikembe Mutombo jersey under this, bro. Are you really? I f- sure, am. Nuggets. Who else? I mean, yeah, the Hawks. Hawks. But yeah,
0: it is. It's one of the greatest jerseys of all time. It's Mutombo Nuggets jersey
1: and the Mutombo Hawks jersey.
0: Both great. I once talked to Dikembe Mutombo about um, his life, and he told me that his house he had to have special toilets installed because, of course, he's like seven two or whatever it is.
1: <laughs> the importance of a good toilet. I was speaking to my colleague. Yesterday, mm. you don't really know life until you sit on a warm toilet seat. Bro. You literally shit immediately. And it's like, it's not just a regular sh**. Everything comes out. You know what I mean?
0: Can I, can I bond with you hopefully about...
1: But you know the toilet, you sit down and start spraying something real quick. But you get up, I get up. So it doesn't you, hit me.
0: So you don't like the bidet? I duck toilet. it. I don't let. I don't let it touch me. Oh come on! What no, are you no, no, doing?
1: No. This is the mist prior. Oh, this is the pre-mist. Okay. okay. Because they, I guess they moisten the area. But this is the pre-mist. I don't let that touch me.
0: But but under your control, you like a bidet? No. Oh come on! No
1: no what no. What are no. you doing? I'm old school. I come from a grandma with no paper, just a hand, just a hand.
0: Can I, <laughs> for the podcast audience, Action <laughs> nah, Bronson. A grandmother doing is, this, is, not me. Is almost like flipping an imaginary pizza with his right hand. <laughs> my uh, my most disliked version of a toilet is the toilet with uh, the padded seat.
1: That's old school. I hate it. I mean, that's f- weird when you, it deflates as soon as you sit on it. Yes. It's weird.
0: It's like someone asking you to shit into a pillow.
1: Pull over, I'll shit out the window. <laughs> if I need to go, it's happening.
0: But you like a warm seat, but that's about the it. A warm
1: seat is definitely a game changer. Cold, cold floor, warm seat. Yes. Dual. So you get the dual heat. Yep. Cool feet. Shins
0: extended. Oh my, god. I mean,
1: I don't know who wears clothes to shit, but I don't.
0: You go full on, um... No matter
1: where, if I'm in Kmart... Caldor,
0: <laughs> wherever. Caldor? Yeah. Yo, Caldor, man. I don't know if kids respect Caldor the way they need to.
1: I used to take Caldor to the to the cleaners.
0: What are you doing inside of a Caldor?
1: Steal anything that's, you know, all the paint. Take all the home products, the rollers. <laughs> Handheld
0: dustbusters?
1: The f-ing red, when that red devil came out. Yes. The dirt devil. Yep. That I, I've had a dust buster in my house. I can't even remember when I didn't. Right now, we don't even have a regular vacuum. We have a handheld dust buster. There's no need. Either the shark or the dust buster.
0: So, like, the world of Roombas does not appeal to you. The robots. It actually
1: makes me crazy when they put the thing on it, I trip over it. it, creeps up on you. It does. You'll be cooking up in some bullshit.
0: I heard a story once about someone falling asleep on their, on their floor. The Roomba comes out. They have long hair. Now they're being murdered by their, by their vacuum.
1: I mean, listen, all that shit, we saw Terminator 2. This is what they were talking about. You understand? The machines. Skynet, this is what they were speaking of. Arnold told you already this was happening, and this is why when they bring the food with the robot, it freaks me the f*** out.
0: Yep. You know? Yep.
1: Like, I don't want to see that sh- f- drop underwear from f- where's it from? Right, drones, like Amazon yeah, drones. Yeah, drop Amazon underwear. You drop the underwear with the plane. Why you
0: dr- I like to imagine you, like, trying to, like, f- and, uh throw a discus... At those drones,
1: Discus was one of the best sweatshirts brand that ever lived. One of the best athletic brands. That I don't know what happened to Discus, but man, Queens, yeah, you had a f-ing Discus hoodie or a Discus whatever this one is called. You were the one.
0: I want to ask you about twelve
1: pack of sunwear shirts in the trunk. Talha, <laughs> do you know about these? Do you know about Talha shirts? No, it's from the white tee days. Made in Bangladesh.
0: So how is a Talha shirt different from, like, the Hanes, you know?
1: Because it's f***ing Talha. Tall T. Mm. Number six XTs. Mm. Of course. We Weren't you doing f-ing who I think they like me dances? Laffy <laughs> 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 Taffy.
0: <laughs> I mean, but this is the, M- the NBA, my favorite era of the NBA.
1: Throwbacks. I mean, I don't think I've ever taken a throwback off since they came out no
0: need have you heard of this twitter account called accidental bronson no i i don't know if you're gonna love this or hate this but would you be okay with me explaining this to you sure so I was sitting at a, a New York Liberty game in the second row, right behind courtside. And in front of me was Carmelo Anthony. And I was eating uh, Pocky. You familiar with Pocky? Of course. Which flavor? Matcha. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Exactly. A rare, a rare, a rare ver- version of it.
1: Did it come from Japan?
0: Yes. Of course. I'm not f-ing around, man.
1: Rare snacks, man?
0: Rare snacks. Okay. So I'm eating this, this matcha green Pocky behind Carmelo Anthony and I tweet it out and I just caption it quietly eating Pocky behind Carmelo Anthony and a Twitter account which I did not know about till then titled Accidental Bronson retweets it and I'm like what the f*** is this?
1: oh it sounds like, a, like something I would say
0: and it's just it all does. of the things that people are tweeting inadvertently. And I'm like, that is exactly a thing that actor Bronson would say.
1: It's true. I mean, to think about it like this. Real life is much crazier than anything that you could script, you know? All the bullshit that you could conjure up in your mind really isn't that cool. If you just assess the situation around you real quick. Like, okay, this is what's happening.
0: So you immediately, intuitively understood the premise of Accidental Bronson. I get it. Can I, I show it. you some other ones that people have? Sure. I, I feel like... Go ahead, go ahead, go I ahead. Mean, I Let's just, hear it. Let's hear it. I feel it. like you got to say them, though. Nah, nah,
1: nah. You have to say it. All nah, right. Let me, All right. It.
0: Uh, okay. let me say it. okay. Let and me then, say Let me say it. And then what you, you, can, you can do that. Let though, me see it. You can grade it, okay? You can grade it. Let me just... I'm going to expand the window on my laptop. I mean, this is gonna be a thing because this is a tribute account. To
1: okay, you. so put me and Timothy Chalamet in the Oklahoma drill and I'm putting him in a hospital. I mean, boom.
0: That's hard. That's fucking hard. It's
1: all about that type of word. Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet? Chalamet. Chalamet. It's a good word. It is. It's a nice name, it, it flows nicely off the tongue. 12 a.m. on the Amalfi Coast watching the Raptors playing preseason in Edmonton. Hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do this on because binary scale of hard because, and not hard.
1: Because there's different depths of description. Yes. Why are they playing in Edmonton and it's preseason? There's different depths. There's things that add character to it. Absolutely. So yes, Absolutely. For sure. Representative George Santos was charged with theft for stealing puppies from an Amish dairy farmer. That's a dud.
0: <laughs> That's just a news That's story. That's a dud. That was just a news headline.
1: Just spilled an entire box of shallots in the backseat of the Uber. That could be a hook.
0: <laughs> that could definitely
1: be a hook. That's Are pretty good.
0: That's pretty good.
1: It could be a f-ing hook. Young Drazen Petrovic with a great pair of Adidas top tens. Eh.
0: It's the photo of a shirtless young Drazen Petrovic you can holding take, sneakers. You could just
1: take young Drazen Petrovic with and then put whatever after. Yep. This is a this is rap class.
0: I, I, I am f- taking notes.
1: Girl, you got the ass of a young Vladi Divac. Hell yeah. <laughs> I f with that hard.
0: Vladivot's a smoking. That's right. I would probably mention days. something
1: like, about that or Got the ass of a young Vladi Divak. It's heavy. I once mentioned my bitch was thick like John Lovitz. Mmm. The critic. It's one of my favorite actors. He's thick.
0: He is. Multiple C's.
1: Ashing a sesame bagel like a cigarette in front of a Roomba. That's just an incredible... It view, is. That's a visual, right it, that's there. That's just poetry. Ashing
0: that's, a sesame bagel. I love that. That's in front a, that's, of a Roomba. That type
1: of thing that's attached to me, I'm happy about. Lizzo probably be hitting people in the knee with her flute like Tanya Harding. Meh. I actually, I just did a show where I was the chief support for Incubus in L. A., which I don't know was a 18,000 people sold
0: out show. It's an incredible sentence.
1: All right, exactly. And Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson, one step away, was in the dressing room next to me. And as we walk out to go do the thing, there's this woman in a tuxedo with a tail. And, you know, she had, like, very shiny shoes on and she was holding something. And Lizzo was the special guest. So she was in front of Lizzo's dressing room holding the flute for her
0: she had a she had a flute butler white
1: glove flute butler flute butler white glove flute butler <laughs> <laughs> that's a f- <laughs> hard line also at the bar watching Japanese youth baseball absolutely I would word it differently but yes it's hard I'm at the club showing women to Monte Sabonis DHO highlights I know his father
0: yeah of course I would be showing his,
1: I'd be showing his father Mm that would also be
0: weird. Well, some of those lost tapes, though, not even on VHS of a bonus. Oh Arvitus. yeah, being ahead of his time. One of the great pastors of all time, big men pastors.
1: Not me getting off at Beetlejuice the musical. I like the premise of this.
0: Well, that actually happened
1: to you. To who? <laughs>
0: uh, it was Representative Lauren Boebert. That security video. And black at and white. The
1: musical? Yeah, I it's love. Fired.
0: I love that I am breaking the news to you that Lauren Bobert gave like her date a hand job at through the pants at Beetlejuice the musical in like Colorado. Doesn't count. Yeah, fair.
1: What are we in f- sixth grade? Hand job through the pants. She should f- be ashamed of herself.
0: That was not the takeaway for most people, but I see where you're coming from.
1: Doing lines off a Nintendo Switch in the back of a Hyundai Sonata. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. <laughs> They're tapping into things like that, I would want to say. We got big men doing cartwheels on our offense. Yeah. Hard. I saw a fox eating sour cream and cheddar. Nah. I like the idea of this, though. Using animals in alliteration. Yes. Is that the right term
0: where they're speaking as human? Oh, that's anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorphizing. What is alliteration? That's when the words in a row have the same first letter. That was totally off. You got the letter A right. <laughs> that was e or alliteration? Alliteration. What is
1: eliteration?
0: I don't think that's a thing. God,
1: I bet you it is. Someone Google that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm getting the f- out of here. I got to go eat, bro. That's
0: <laughs> it. I'm done. Um, Action Bronson, thank you for being thank you, uh, <laughs> everything I had hoped for. Can I kiss your hand? No,
1: you're not, but you're gonna hug me. Okay, very you're good. you gonna hug me hard with a grip. Oh,
0: so, what I found out today is why listening to Action Bronson makes me happy. And it's one of the first things I told him. Right? Your music makes me feel good. And the reason why, it turns out, is because he embodies this contradiction between this abiding, deep seriousness and also the exact opposite. Often at the same time, Action Bronson loves a high-stakes scenario decorated with low-brow details. He makes music for um, for Don Corleone if Don Corleone also loved the NBA he is somebody who makes music to listen to while walking around New York City because New York City is the greatest city in the world that also at times is aggressively the opposite which is why it is worth celebrating. And so here Pablo Torre finds out a New York show that has just introduced Action Bronson to Accidental Bronson, reflecting our capacity individually to spontaneously embody this very contradiction, no matter where you are on this planet. We wanted to send you into your weekend, into your wanderings around wherever you are, with just something to to listen to.
1: 12 a.m. on the Amalfi Coast watching the Raptors playing preseason in Edmonton. Young Drazen Petrovich with a great pair of Adidas Top 10s. Hard. Girl, you got the ass of a young Vladi Divok. Not me getting off at Beetlejuice, the musical. We're at the bar watching Japanese youth baseball. We got big men doing cartwheels on our offense. Just spilled an entire box of shallots hard and not in hard and not the backseat of the Uber. Ashy, a sesame bagel, like a cigarette in front of a Roomba. Yes. And I'm putting them in a the hospital. Doing lines off a Nintendo Switch in the back of a Hyundai Sonata. Yeah, it could be a f***ing hook. I once mentioned my bitch was thick like John Lovitz.
0: Multiple C's. <laughs> All
1: right, that's it. I'm getting the out of here. I gotta go eat, bro. Hard and not
0: hard. hard. And not hard. Oh. Oh. And on that note... Pablo Torre finds out could not be produced without Michael Antonucci, Ryan Cortez, Sam Daywig, Juan Galindo, Patrick Kim, Neely Loman Rachel Miller-Howard, Ethan Schreier, Carl Scott, Matt Sullivan, Chris Tuminello, as well as studio engineering by RG Systems, post production by NGW Post, our theme song by John Bravo, as always. And for now, we're going to go on a walk, but...